Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded Thank you. 
what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. Amen. And this morning, I just want to send you this little message to simply step your game up. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Step your game up. You all heard me say that there's a big difference between being a Christian and being a saint. You know, and, and, and some people sometimes get to mix up and think they're one within. Well, because you love the Lord and you gave the Lord your life and you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, that made you a Christian. But you have to understand that you graduate from being a Christian to becoming a saint. Amen? A Christian is lip service. A saint is God's words and action. I don't want to confuse nobody. I'm going to be very brief this morning. But understand that it's easy for you to say, Lord, I love you. Amen? But I admit to a survey this morning, just about show your hand how many love the Lord on this morning. Amen? But then when you're required to do certain things, it doesn't show. It doesn't line up with your words. Hello. There you step your name up. You say, I love Jesus. I give him my heart, my mind, my soul. But yet, you still make decisions and choices that go against the very essence of what God's word stands for. And that's not the devil's fault. That's a choice that we make. Am I in here this morning? Oh, I know I am. I know I am. And when we make these choices, when we make these choices, and then whatever consequences fall down on it, we want to get mad at God. But we got to step our game up. What you need to understand in this particular chapter is that Jesus had just healed a man whose hand was withered. If you go back and study this sixth chapter of Luke, but that wasn't the problem. He did it on the Sabbath day. And the Sabbath day, there was nothing that was supposed to be done. But Jesus had this young man stand up before the congregation. And he asked this question before he performed this miracle. Is it more important to keep the Sabbath day or to do the will of God? So you need to tell me that because you, man, have decided that this is the Sabbath day, and because this is the Sabbath day, the law says don't do nothing, but when the law tells you to don't do anything, otherwise you do it if you can benefit from it. Not making any sense. I'm going to do another survey just by a show of hands. How many of you try to bend the rules in your face? God bless you. Someone was hesitant. I don't want to admit it, but it's okay. How many of you know you can't have your cake and eat it too? Amen? So when you understand that in order for us to step our game up, Jesus had healed this man on the Sabbath. And the religious folk, the church folk, the naysayers, thank you, Lord. The naysayers were like, what's wrong? Oh, my God, did you see what he did? He said, he said he's the son of God, and he's doing this on the Sabbath day. Some folk get so caught up in the rules that they missed that Jesus didn't come for the rules, but he came for the relationship. Amen. And he came to men 
what was torn. He came to heal what needed healing, what was ill, and not just a physical sickness, but a spiritual sickness that was separating us from God. So he came to shed some light on a dim situation. How many understand that sometimes we want our justice and everybody else's justice too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let somebody wrong you. You want the letter of the law. Well, the law said they're supposed to be stoned. But let you wrong somebody. Can we have a little grace? Uh-huh. So when we understand that, that Jesus operates in eternity, not in time. But see, we just so mixed up in time that we, we mess up. We mess up. Man is the only one that counts time. God is focused on eternity. Because when the thief was on the cross, he said, this day you'll be with me forever in paradise. See, we said, man, if I can hold on to next week. No, just hold on. If you focus on holding on, and the next thing you know, you'll be like, it's over now. Remember the song? I feel like I can make it. The storm is over now. How many of y'all remember that? Amen. So when, when you understand that Jesus went beyond the call of religion, religious folk were so offended. They were so offended that they wouldn't go the extra mile. You mean to tell me that because I see the Sabbath day and I see somebody knocked out unconscious, I'm not going to try to get them help because it's the day of rest and it's the Lord's day? Their head is split wide open. Well, I can't do that for them because it's a Sabbath day. How pompous will we become? How crude will we become? How unfocused will we become? But if you land out with your head split open, aren't you going to say, somebody please help? Praise the Lord. Now, we need to maximize. I want you to go back and hear what that scripture just said. He said, for you say that you love your family. I love my family. The sinner loves his family. The sinner would tell you that he breaks the law to provide for his family. Hello? Why do you steal so I can feed my family? Why did we rob him? Because we were hungry. And if the truth be told, some sinners got more loyalty than the church sometimes. Y'all laughing. Sometimes it seems that they got more common bond than the church folk. A lot of church folk is fighting for position. The sinner is trying to stay alive. Don't say nothing, I won't say nothing. But if we think we can get ahead, uh, guess what? Yeah, I saw it, but don't say that. They go back and smile when they say That's what Christians focus. But the sinner loves just as hard as we love. But here's where the true text comes that you can graduate from being a Christian to becoming a saint. Can you love your enemy? Can you love the one that did you wrong? Can you love the one that did your mama wrong? Can you love the one 
that stands for wrong all the time. See, we're going to shut folks down when you're in a position. I'm about to do another survey. Y'all better be honest. How many of you are in a position that you can help somebody that you knew you could help them because you didn't like them, you didn't say nothing? Hmm. Well, who does that fall on? Don't fall on them. Remember what the Word of God says. He says the righteous are going to barely make it in. That means the folks who we know that are doing everything that God says to, they're going to barely make it in. Why? Because we're human. So therefore, if you're being low down and you know you're being low down, what does that say for your camp? Amen. Somebody talking. So we can't treat low downness with low down. We got to step our game up. I know it seems difficult. It's hard. I, I just can't stand them. They get on my nerves. I hate to see them coming. Well, guess what? That's not their problem. That's your problem. Because how many of y'all have have the courage to, to address the person that you had a problem with, and then you found out they didn't really have problems with you. So who walk around missing out on their blessings? You are. I don't speak to you because you didn't speak to me. You walked right past me. Well, did you know I was legally blind? Did you know sometimes I'm going to miss some things? But you walking around grudging, but I, I, I got a valid reason. I got a letter to prove it. Who do you think you're going to cut off? You're not going to cut me off. You're going to cut yourself off. Then you try to blame everybody else for why you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. you got to step your game up. Jesus died for all of us. Therefore, it's important for all of us to do our part. Does it make any sense? I can't expect God to keep blessing me because he's God, and let me help somebody. Let me help somebody. Yes, God is loving. Yes, God is kind. Yes, God is caring. Yes, God is compassionate, but he also gets angry. He also has a wrath. He also punishes those who don't do what he says to. But he also made it very clear that's not what he wants to do. Anybody ever got a whooping before? Do you think your parents just really wanted to whoop you? Yes, because, hey, you I feel like whooping you. Do you, do you, really, you may have felt like it, but I guarantee you, for the most part, unless you were brought up in an abusive situation, you will whip for justifiable reasons. Now, if your natural parents don't whip you, don't you think God is going to whip you too? You better step your game up. And usually, uh, after a good whooping, <laughs> There, there should be some counseling to come behind it. Now, do you understand why I did this? <laughs> After we didn't see you outside and send you up to the room. I don't send you to your room. I won't put you outside. So you can go and, and, and let, the, let the world see the consequences. But good counseling is, okay, now that you've been through this, do you understand why you have to go through this? Translation, I need you now to step your game up. Okay, I just, you know, some of you, some of you, I'm not going to ask that. Well, I should. So how many of y'all feel like your parents just be hating on you? Huh? You said, what is there to hate on? Well, but as, as, as a youngster coming up, 
That's all your little mind can see. But the parent really wants you to step your game up. They want you to step your game up. Why? Because they know they're not going to live forever. And sooner or later, you're going to have to stand on your own two feet. So I got to encourage you to step your game up. That's why I'm staying on you about what you think. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it before you know it. You never got to it. And then when you try to get to it, it's too late. You got to step your game up. You don't want to spend the rest of your life wondering what if. I'd rather sacrifice right now than to suffer down the road. Amen? Some of us older folks would tell you, if you just take advantage of the opportunities that are before you right now, you can prepare yourself and set yourself up for the rest of your day. But you got to step your game up. And I'm talking, when I'm talking about stepping your game up, I'm not just talking about for material things. I'm talking about for a peace of mind. I'm talking about for a spiritual strength. I'm talking about for an awareness of this around you that no matter where you go, you know you're covered by the blood of the land. So stepping your game up is, is more than just, well, God bless me with this car. He bless me with this house. He bless me with this. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And, and understand it, that just because I love my family, God doesn't, doesn't really reward me for that. That's part of what I'm supposed to do. But can I love the one who lied and got me fired from my job? I heard somebody go, oh. Can I love the one who came in and just sowed a seed of discord to mess up whatever I had going? And I love them when they're whispering and talking behind my back. And I love them when they're spreading lies on me and people would rather believe a lie before they accept the truth. That's the kind of step in your game up that I'm talking about. When you understand that, that everybody's not going to like you, no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, folks are just not going to like you. And you might as well get it to your, your sweet mind. That just because they don't like you doesn't mean God stopped loving you. Folks are not going to like you. Why do you think Jesus told the disciples when he sent them out in two that when they don't accept you, shake the dust off your feet? Because he knew that Jesus knew they didn't like him. So if they didn't like the Son of God, what do you think that says about you and I? Yeah, he's nice and all, but he's up to something. What is your angle? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust them. You got folks that don't trust you when all you do is try to be nice to them. Whose problem is that? That's not your problem. That's their problem. But you got to step your game up to not let the little things keep you off course. Somebody say stay on course. Amen. And by staying on course, you'll realize, and here's another thing. He said sinners going to love. They're going to love. And another thing, doing good. I like social media, but I hate social media. Because, you know, social media got some of the biggest hypocrites walking around. The only post 
what they want you to see. Oh, I, I know I'm in here. They'll go. Come here, Mike. Come here, here, here. Look, Mike, this happens. Not that he is. Fine young man. Half of them don't. Little Mike is a person in need. And I gave Little Mike a ham sandwich and an orange juice. No, no, he's not complaining about it. I take a picture of it and post it on social media. Me doing my good deed. Go ahead, son. And folks, you get a thousand likes. And all it's called is a photo op. You don't care no more about that person that you gave that hand sandwich to than a man on the moon. But if you really don't step your game up, you do what you do and don't even tell anybody that you done. Because guess what the word says? You just got your just reward right there. That's what drives me up a wall. People do something good. They want to post and tweet it. Well, I gave Jackie a thousand dollars today. And? And? But even if I gave Jackie ten dollars in secrecy, that ten dollars would go further than a thousand dollars. Y'all don't believe me, do you? Stepping your game up means being consistent. You don't do stuff to be seen nor heard. You do stuff because God has placed it in your heart. How do I know God has placed it in my heart? How do I know when I hear from God? I get that all the time. How many of y'all knew when you were going to do something that you weren't supposed to be doing? You heard a gentle little voice say, don't do it. Good morning, Maddie. <laughs> you know what that gentle voice was? A warning before destruction. But if you're not willing to step your game up, you ignore all signs and warnings. You're about to go off, and you feel good in your soul. If you, I'm about to go off and give them a piece of my mind, and the bad part of my giving people a piece of your mind, you might give them the good part. Then you left with the bad part. Even when it seems justifiable to go off, when you're stepping your game up, you got to learn how to hold your music. Amen, somebody. Somebody say, pardon me, I'm under construction. You know, you, you, you're so quick, and you're justifiable. Yeah, they, they talk about your baby. But don't nobody know that you was in 20, 20 uh, hours of labor with your baby, and the baby umbilical cord got wrapped around his neck, and, and you don't know your baby was almost like, oh, don't you talk about my baby. Sometimes you got to learn how to endure. That's the process of stepping the game up. If, 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 it, was, if it was the way I, I want to be, I'd go off every day. Because you, I mean, you can find something to go off on just about every hour. Just watch the news. Look around your neighborhood. It's something to go off on. But are you going to spend your time going off, or are you going to spend your time stepping your game up? I did something good. Well, you know, this is this is this is amazing to me. This is absolutely amazing. I pay my child support, and 
You created the child. The child didn't ask to come. Who am I saying, amen? The child, well, I, I, I take care of my baby. That, that is your civic humanitarian duty to take care of your child. Whether you and the, and, and the spouse are throwing eggs at each other, you still scramble eggs for your kids. Hello, somebody. Somebody do good. Well, I show the work. I show up to work on time every day. That's what you're supposed to do. I do my job. Well, that's why we hired you. You worried about what nobody else is not doing, and you don't even know what arrangements they may have made. That person might be dealing with a terminal sickness. You don't even know anything about. It. And they're mustering up everything they can to come in. But because you're not stepping your game up, you stretch across the flow trying to see what everybody else is or is not doing. God can't use you like that. God uses people who focus on the task at hand. You're wondering why God hadn't called you, hadn't elevated you, because you hadn't shown that you're responsible for what you've got right in front of you. How are you going to ask for more when you can't deal with what you got? So when stepping your game up, you complain. You complain, well, I can't stand this job. They can't stand any me. Instead of you working your way out that job. But let me help you. The very people that she can't stand are going to be the ones that she needs. If you're going to step your game up, like we say it all the time. You don't like a teacher, the teacher don't like you, but if you're doing your work, they can't fail you. You got a supervisor that can't stand you and stay on you, hoping that you mess up, and if you're doing your job, they can't mess with you. But when you give them fuel, when you give them an inch, they'll take full advantage. Well, I got them now. I got them now. Y'all remember what I told you about some 3 o'clock Friday meeting? You might as well take everything with you. Uh, Mr. Prince, would you come? We have a meeting uh, scheduled for 3 o'clock on Friday. And they tell everybody, stay at your cubicle. Do not move. Yeah, if you hear, if you hear some rumbling, hit the floor. You got extra security. Oh, man, I didn't know we had all this security. No, you're about to get escorted out of here, brother. So you got to understand, the teacher don't fail you. You fail yourself. They don't fire you. You give them a reason to let you go. Even if it's not justifiable. You can't stop a train. And if I'm on this Jesus train, and, Jesus, and sometimes now, let me help, let me go back. Sometimes God will have you removed from a job where you've been passed overdue on. You don't trust God because you had to set your game up. And you keep holding on to a place God told you to let go of a long time ago. Well, they won't do it. Let me, let me adjust it for them. God will set that situation up. Well, you didn't dot this I, you didn't cross this T. What? If I were you, I would say yes. Speak, Lord. Speak to me. Speak law, and you get mad at the wrong people. God just relieves you. 
But you got to understand, you, when you're stepping your game up, you don't take stuff as personal. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. Jesus knew that when he unwilled this man's hand, that the church folk was going to get upset with him. But if you continue to read chapter 6 of Luke, it was after that he then handpicked his disciples. He said, this is what I'm about. Are you willing to step your game up and become one of my disciples? Yeah, they're going to talk about you. They're going to isolate you. They're going to pick you up, pick out, pick on you, and everything else. They're going to snizzle behind your back. Do you have what it takes to step your game up and walk in love anyhow? Do you have what it takes to, to do right anyhow? To do the right thing. See, doing the right thing is not always the most rewarding thing. Sometimes it seems justifiable to steal until you get caught. I didn't mean to. No, you didn't mean to get caught is what you said. There's an old saying, pigs get fat. Hogs get slaughtered. Think about that. The greediest pig in the lot is called a hog. And he gets the fattest first. He'll bust a little, you, you seen them bust the little ones out the way and get out the way. Come out the strong survivor. You keep me getting strong, but you're going to the slaughter first. I hope you see your kids still on the way back. But look, wait a minute. Pigs get fat, hog gets swallowed. A pig's already fat. But the hog is fatter. Because he don't know when to shut it down. And eating and pooping all day long. Until they take him to the slaughterhouse. So we understand we get greedy over the wrong stuff. You run from God, but you run for trouble. You don't want to hear what's right. No, 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 there you go. Lecture. No, it's not a lecture. It's warning before destruction. Because I guarantee you, when you get in trouble, all them lectures seem to be like a, a crash course. They come all in at one time. You remember everything that was being said. So understanding that stepping your game up, it's going to require us to have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying unto us. It's amazing. You can hear and remember all the songs. I hear my kids listen to these songs. What is that song? Oh, that's such, 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 such. What is Malachi 3 and 6? I don't know. Who is this person right here? I never heard of them. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's Juvie Day. I don't know where they're standing from. That's Juicy Jazz. Juicy Jazz? What was Juicy Jazz called? Juicy Jazz is from, from uh, New England. Blah, 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 blah. He's from New England. He's been in the game. He used to be with two live crew and all this stuff. Really? How do you know all that? Can you give me the chronicles of Jesus' birth? That was a good try. Always one in every crowd, ain't it? 
But what I'm trying to say, when you're stepping your game up, things should matter more to you that can connect you to eternal life. I wouldn't care about no juicy jazz. Juicy jazz can't save my soul. But Jesus can. I'm not saying that you ought to be a Bible thumper to know Genesis to Revelation, but you ought to know some basics for life support. For God so loved the world. Oh, thank you, son. You you, you carry on. Okay. Oh, boy, we're making progress. But you know what I didn't hear? Confidence. Because when you really, truly know something and believe in something, you say it with confidence. What's your name? Yeah, you. Who? Natalie. I swear, I swear. You, what's your name? What's her name? Brianna. What's her name? Deja. You hear the immediate response because you know what your name is. At least you see it, right? They told you what your name was until the point that you believed it, that you don't even have to hesitate. Well, you should know enough about God when stepping your game up that you shouldn't hesitate about your walk with him. There was an old joke, and I'm almost done. Huge church, full of people. And the mass men came in, four of them. Shotguns in the air, told everybody. I want you to empty out all your pockets. And those of you who are truly believing in this stuff, y'all that came to meet today, we're about to meet your maker today. But for those of you who don't want to be a part of this, who don't, who don't think this is all for you, we're going to give you 10 seconds to get up out of here. And the people almost ran themselves over getting out the church door. When it got down, it was a very few that remained. Masked men took their masks off. It was the pastor and his team. He said, now we got those shakers and shakers out here. Let's have the church. Now, let me help somebody that might be visiting. Don't think you can come to the temple and pull a fifth of our owners, but we will retaliate. I'm so glad I'm. Okay, I just want to remind them. So when 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 you what, what I'm trying to say when you're stepping your game up, sometimes it's going to see seem challenging, uncomfortable. But how many understand a washing cycle? A simple washing cycle. You understand the process? Have you ever thought about the process of a washing machine? You first put in whatever's dirty that needs laundry, correct? Then you wet it up. You let it soak in the detergent and the water. 
which is nothing but the word of God. And then while it's spoken, the cycle comes on, starts twisting and shaking. That's the word working through your situation. Y'all don't hear me talking. And while it begins to work you through that situation, it's, it's a little rough on you right now, but it's doing what it's supposed to do because it's taking out the grit and the grind. Y'all hear me talking. And every now and then, every now and then, you get a stain on those clothes that you have to put a little special attention on. That's called prayer and fasting. And you begin to pray and fast, and you're still in that spin cycle, and you rinse the stuff out. And just when you think it's over with, the water floods out. You know, Woo, I'm glad that the, then the water fills right back up. That's called the rinsing cycle. Because that that couldn't get shook out, y'all better hear me talking. Because that that couldn't get shook out, now I gotta go through it yet one more time. And one again, when it spins, it comes out, and it drains, and the process is still not done. It just went through the wash. Now it gotta dry. And while it's drying out, the word has already cleaned it up. While it's drying out and it's tumbling, it's applying all that that detergent had put on them and saying, stay clean, baby. It's about to get rough, but stay clean. It's about to get hot, but stay clean. You're about to be tumbled here and there, but stay clean. And when you finally hit a buzzer go off and you pull it out of the dryer, you'll hear, well done, by good and faithful servant, and you put it begin on your true eternal journey, and they put your clothing on, and you go on. That's part of stepping your game up. Stepping your game up, you can't be afraid of what might happen. You can't be afraid of what's going to happen. You have to know and trust in the word of God when he says, I would never leave you nor forsake you. And just because you was going through some rough turbulence in life, whether it was in the rinsing, the washing, or the drying, God is always right there saying, who is that? Whoever it is. Huh? Amen. <laughs> God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. See, that's, uh, and I ain't saying, you know, but that's how distractions come. But even in the midst of distractions, you got to understand that the process is going to be worth. Process is going to be worth. And when I've gone through. And that's the beauty about it. When you see the clean garment, you never knew what it had to go through to become clean. There are a lot of folks who don't know what you had to go through. And you don't go around complaining, well, I'm stepping my game up. That's why. No, no. You, you, you keep walking in humbleness. You keep walking in modesty. You keep fighting the good fight. And know that everything is going to be all right. Give God a hand for you. Want to 
encourage someone on this morning. You may feel that you're on a losing journey and don't know how it's going to work out. But I want to share that if you step your game up, God's already worked it out. Amen. Will you stand with me this morning? Feel like that's you. That's the Lord. That your glory is how. Let your glory is how. You come to the altar. Let the essence of the fresh anointing fill the temple, remove all guilt and doubt, so no glory can fill this house. We're standing here this morning. Because we know that God is requiring us a little bit more. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Because if the truth be told, there's probably a few more that need to be here right now. Praise the Lord. But we'll pray for them too. Amen. By you standing here, you're you're saying, God, I know I need some adjustment. I know I need some, some, some rearranging, so I surrender to you right now. We ask that you would lift your hands and bow your head here at this altar as we begin to pray with you. Not anyone else, Lord, but I come before you humbling myself, asking that your will become my will, O oh God. I don't know everything, Lord, but I'm trying to get better in you and help me to step my game up. Help me to get excited about your word. Help me to get excited about your will. Help me to get excited about doing what I know is the right thing to do, oh God. Even when the enemy tries to use me, oh God, I know that they can only use me so far, but you'll get the most out of me if I just step my game up. Lord, I don't understand everything. I don't, I don't even like everything that goes on most of the time, but I'm going to have to trust you in the process. And by trusting you in the process, God, I'm standing before you right now asking you to come into my heart, enter into my mind, arrest my action, that I could be guilty of doing your will, that I could be guilty of standing on your principles, no longer will I try to take matters in my hand. I will give it all over to you, God. And God, I say, have your way right now. Have your way right now, God. In the name of Jesus, I surrender to you right now. In the name of Jesus, I give it all to you right now. Have your way in my home. Have your way on my job. Have your way in my health. Have your way in my finance. In the name of Jesus, I say thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I give you the glory and the praise right now, oh God. 
I wish one somebody would just give God some praise and thanks right now. Amen. Thank you. And amen. Come on, give God a hand, praise, temple.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.